Hello. This Sunday morning, I want to ask the question, why did Jesus die for you? And to answer this question, why did Jesus even die, is very simple for some people and sometimes very complicated for others. Finding this answer to this important question uh, seems to depend on how much you really want to know. So you might say, well, Jesus, didn't Jesus die so that we could go to heaven? And yes, that's part of the answer. But crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus are much more than just our ticket to heaven. So firstly, Jesus died to restore our relationship with God. God's love for us is so great. So when Adam sinned, he brought spiritual death to man and he separated us from God. Romans 5, 12 to 21 explains this in detail. But God already had a plan to restore the relationship with us back to how he originally intended it to be. It's important to understand the effect that sin has to separate us from God's desire to have a perfect relationship with us. Jesus was in constant constant contact with his Father during his earthly life. When Jesus became sin for us during his crucifixion, a spiritual separation occurred which was so intense that Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus now realised what it was like to be separated from his Father because of sin. To restore our relationship with him, Jesus needed to be made sin for us. We could then be made righteous or have a right standing with God. The sin that took Jesus for us to not just affect his physical body, but also his spirit. Jesus died spiritually and became spiritually separated from his Father. Jesus has paid the price for our sin and made a way for us to be in right standing with our Heavenly Father. Secondly, Jesus died to set us free. Why did Jesus' death set us free or what did it save us from? Most people know Jesus died so that we could be saved or have salvation from being eternally separated from God. But what does salvation mean? Let's look at some things the word salvation refers to. It is true, when you make Jesus the Lord of your life, you are saved from the penalty of sin. Romans 5.19 explains that you have been brought into a right relationship with God and you are saved by him from indignation and the wrath of God. Salvation also includes deliverance from evil, spiritual and material preservation, deliverance from fear, restoration, health, wholeness, soundness in spirit, soul and body. Salvation includes a life of freedom and deliverance from the dominion of sin. In this life, Romans 6.14 explains that sin shall not any longer exert dominion over you. 
You have been born of God and you have power to live a holy life, a life of freedom. So salvation protects us from danger. Psalm 91 tells you that you will be delivered from the pestilence, sickness and disease, famine, earthquakes. It says that you'll be protected from sudden death that comes from the weapons of men. It promises you a long and satisfying life and deliverance from every kind of trouble that comes your way. All these are wonderful promises, but they they operate under specific conditions. It says at the beginning of Psalm 91, in verses 1 and 2, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. It's important to notice that to fulfil these specific conditions we must dwell in the secret place of the Most High. That's a close relationship with our Father. We can experience the fullness of this great salvation Jesus purchased for us. Focus on Jesus and his word. Stay in constant communication through prayer and you can see everything that is available through what Jesus did for us. Thirdly, Jesus died to make us righteous. So why did Jesus die to make us righteous? 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For he made him who knew no sin, that's Jesus, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So Jesus died for us and rose again. He purchased for us a total and complete redemption, which requires that Jesus endure a physical and spiritual death. Jesus had no sin. He was not born with a spiritual nature of sin, like we are, and he never committed any sin while he was on the earth. Hebrews 4.15 explains that Jesus was tempted in every respect as we are, yet without sin. He then cried out to God, Into your hands I commit my spirit. He could no longer save himself. He had become spiritually separated. He trusted his Father to save him. Jesus paid the ultimate price, experiencing death to the ultimate degree. But the Spirit of God raised Jesus from the dead and he became the firstborn from the dead and the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Now we can accept Jesus as our Lord and our Saviour and live with God for eternity, never to be separated from him again. So, fourthly, Jesus died so that we could be born again. To understand the term born again, we need to understand why God is not into behaviour modification. To be born again refers to being restored to the image and likeness of God, and restored to the image and likeness of God's original creation. When God created man, he breathed into him the breath of life and created him in the very image and likeness of himself. 
Then he gave mankind the authority to rule over the earth. Man fell from this original pan, breaking fellowship with God and submitting his will to Lucifer, which we know as Satan or the devil. So why did Jesus die so we could be born again? Because at that moment, Adam was born again from the image and likeness of God into the likeness and nature of Satan. The spiritual death or separation from God was passed down from Adam to all men. That's why Jesus came to deliver us from the dominion of Satan and to restore us to the nature and likeness of God. Once a person accepts what Jesus did on the cross in destroying Satan's power over mankind, he becomes a new creation. He is born again into the likeness and nature of God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the fresh and new has come. So, therefore, any person who is in Christ, he becomes a new creation. That's why we need to be born again, out of the, the sinful nature, into the nature of God. That's what we're born into when we, when we become born again, or become a Christian. How we become born again is found in Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. There we find we must confess Jesus as Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead. Being born again puts us back into fellowship with God that Adam enjoyed before he sinned. We become the children of God. The word of God will work for anyone who will put it to work. This is the story of the cross. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. But God demonstrates his own love towards us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And lastly, Jesus died so that we could choose. God created us with a free will to be able to choose. What everything comes down to is a choice. When a person chooses to receive Jesus as Lord of their life, the Bible says they become a brand new creation. Being born again in the image of God is the choice that replaces the sin nature with God's nature. This decision assures us that we will spend eternity in heaven with him. It is not God's will for anyone to spend eternity separated from him, but this will only happen as a result of people's own free will, by refusing to accept what Jesus has done. If you're asking this question, you're not far from salvation, and receiving the forgiveness we all need, it's really not that hard. First, it's important to realise that there is only one way to God, and that is through Jesus Christ, the Lord and Saviour of the world. The Word of God says, if you believe with your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and 
confess Jesus as Lord, you will be saved. Salvation is a free gift that God offers us all. Because of unconditional love through the sacrifice of Jesus that Jesus made on our behalf. But God showed his great love for us by sending Jesus to die for us while we were still sinners. Salvation is not something we deserve, nor is it something we can earn. It is a gift that was purchased and paid for by the blood of Jesus. Through the cross, God laid the punishment for our sin on Jesus, so that we might have right standing with God through faith in him. Jesus was our substitute. He took the pain, penalty and punishment for our sin so that God could freely offer us salvation from our sin. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Where will I spend eternity? This is a great question to ask yourself. Has anyone ever told you that God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life? If you were to die this very second... Do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? Let's quickly look at what the Bible says about this very important subject. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's you and that's me. Here's my prayer for you right now. Lord Jesus, bless those who are reading this with long and healthy lives. Jesus, make yourself real to them and do a quick work in their hearts. If they have never personally called upon the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that they will do that now. If you would like to receive the gift that God has for you today, Say this prayer with your heart and say it out loud. Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin and set me free. Jesus, thank you that you have died for me and that your blood was shed for me. I believe that God raised you from the dead. Thank you that you're coming back again for me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I am saved. I'm born again, I'm forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. This is good news. When you asked Jesus to come into your heart and to forgive you, he heard you. So so I tell you today that all your sins are forgiven and that you are saved. Always remember to run to God and not from him. Because he loves you and he has a great plan for your life. You can now say, I am now reborn and I am a Christian. I am a child of the Almighty God and I am saved. Now train yourself in God's word. Make this your top priority. Always put put this first place in your life and make, make it final authority. Study God's word diligently. As God speaks diligently to you, you'll be glad you did. 
your spiritual ears will be open to hearing whatever God says to you. Thank you and God bless you. Bye for now. Bye bye.